Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Okay, um, my name is Teresa. I'm a compulsive eater. I'm, I live in Seattle, but I have lots of friends in the Bay Area, so I'm delighted to be here. It's my honor to speak today. Uh, looking back, it's hard to believe this was my first holiday season in the program. I came into the rooms almost one year ago on January 12th, 2020. Um, and if I had not had program, especially with so many holiday foods and emotions around, um, I would have been experiencing the compulsive food behaviors that I've had for so long. What are my compulsive food behaviors? Um, consuming sweet foods compulsively, especially late afternoons when I'm tired, resentful, lonely, bored, or feeling less than. Secret eating, seeking comfort in food. What has it been like this holiday season versus last year? I've been doing some thinking about that in the last several days. And first I've worked through the steps twice actually in a year. And I work the steps every day by practicing the principles of the 12 steps in all my affairs, which is our step 12. Um, so what are the principles? I was talking to a fellow recently talk, who, where we talked about working the steps and I have studied the steps with my sponsor, but they said for them, working the steps means applying the principles, the spiritual principle we have for each step in their own lives. And this just really spoke to me. So I, I love to just list them. Um, by step number. So we have honesty, which is one of my main touchstones for staying out of uh, people pleasing and other being judged. And I'll touch on that later. Hope and faith, courage. Um, Alice was saying they're a newcomer and it takes courage just to be here in the rooms. Integrity, making the inside match the outside and not trying to make myself seem like somebody I'm not in order to get approval. Willingness, willingness to just stay with the program. Humility, um, I often use the set-aside prayer. My sponsor says it's my favorite prayer because it helps me remind me, I don't know what's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen today that will surprise me and um, I can't control that. Uh, Self-discipline, love, perseverance is a big one, continuing forward, spiritual awareness and service. So, um, as I said, it's my honor to be here and to do service at this meeting. Um, I work the steps I sponsor and am sponsored. In addition to the steps, my touchstones are the tools. So we have uh, nine tools in OA and another fellow shared with me a really nice acronym for remembering the tools. And what I do is in my step 10 inventory every day, I check in on which tools I've used. And that day, if I've been neglecting a particular tool, such as outreach calls or literature, then I can make an effort the next day to include that tool in my practice. So some of you have probably heard this um, acronym. It's WALTS MAPS. So WALT like Walt Disney, MAPS like a map of Disneyland. So we have writing, anonymity, literature, telephone, sponsorship, meetings, abstinence, um, P is plan of eating, uh, a, sorry, A is action plan, P is plan of eating, and S is service. Um, so I found that really helpful. 
be, uh, so I try to include, I try to touch on all the tools um, regularly in my practice because this is practice for me, practicing the new behaviors and the new way of life that will help me to stay abstinent. So we have the steps and the tools. These are the foundation of my program, but I wanna speak uh, more about the fellowship and about my, the spiritual connection with a power greater than myself. These are the things I never had when I tried a physical solution in the past, which was mostly specific diets, physical diets, you know, talking to my medical provider, to nutritionists, um, and trying many physical ways, but always being desperate and feeling deprived um, when I would uh, use my self-will to stop the foods. Like so many of us, I tried to control my obsessive eating with my own willpower. And it would seem to work for a while, but then the desire to eat and really to turn to food for comfort would become overwhelming again. And whatever weight loss I might've achieved would just be wiped out and I would just go back to eating and, and binging. So what's different now? So I no longer feel the obsession for sweet foods when I'm feeling angry, resentful, lonely and bored, which is a miracle, I'll just tell you. A year ago, I wouldn't have believed it, but the miracle has happened for me. And what else is different now? Instead of trying, mainly it's instead of trying to control myself, my family, my spouse, my children, my community, the world, <laughs> um, I turn that over to, I turn over everything that isn't manageable, which is almost everything. <laughs> to my higher power. So this is our steps one through three, of course. And then I just wait to hear what's needed and I have, um, and, and for the ability to carry that out. So I'll give you a quick example. Yesterday we did Zoom a meal with my daughter who's uh, in her mid twenties because um, we're social distancing because we're in stay at home here in Washington. And afterward, I felt like she was kind of distracted and I didn't really feel that connection. So last night I started to problem solve. Should I reach out to her? Should I talk to her about my feelings? And then this morning I was like doing my little, um, I have a step three, which is my turnover prayer every morning. And I was like, oh, I need to just turn this over to my higher power. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait to hear what I need to do and to have the ability to carry that out. So I, I strive to take a pause, which I can do a lot more than I used to. When I feel myself going into that agitation of emotion and I just say, where is my breath? <laughs> where is my breath? Um, and this is something I've just learned through meditation or step uh, 11. So if there's something I could say today to the fellowship, it is don't give up. This is a program of spiritual recovery and speaking for myself, my spiritual higher power is greater than any attempts to control things that I may have. I'm a person with many achievements in my lifetime, including I have a PhD in engineering, I'm a published writer, and I've had success as a community activist for homelessness. But I have learned in the program that, I, that this, I have tried to control what's uncontrollable for too long. I am powerless over that which I cannot control. I need to ask for care and guidance from my higher power in all these things. Every day I ask to be granted honesty, courage and curiosity, humility and serenity 
to face that which keeps me from others and from the divine? I ask and then I wait for the answer. And my hair power has done some amazing things since I've started this practice. Um, just as a quick example, um, one of the things that uh, we've struggled with in Seattle and many places is uh, real pervasive people living outdoors unsheltered. And um, my community has worked on this for quite a while, about four years now. And with the shutdown and the pandemic, nothing is being done really to address, to actively address those who are living outdoors. Um, from what we can see, but I've just put it out to my higher power and they're now they're building a new um, tiny house village and people who, the organizers of the tiny house village, the, the nonprofit is calling me to ask me to ask my community for support instead of me banging everybody's doors and I would have never expected this to happen. So it's uh, really stunning. Um, okay, can I have for a quick time check where I'm at? Yeah, you're almost at 10, not quite. Okay. All right. So let me just say in closing, what have I learned? Um, and I'm just going to do five things. Uh, it's okay to stumble. It's okay to ask for help. There is always more to learn about myself and about the program. That the program works. It may be a journey to find out what works for you, but it, it works. Um, something I've been told, it's your program. Ask for what you need. And don't agree to do something without asking why or what, what it will do for you. Otherwise, your disease will just get in there and turn you to the food. Be willing to try, even if your particular instruction or sponsor doesn't turn out to be right for you, and be willing to start again. Uh, you're not a failure. Disease is canny, but the program is cannier. Um, and with that, I think I'll go ahead and close. Thank you.